Hello and welcome to a Waypoint Church podcast by Mark Madavan. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Welcome to Sunday Online. Um, on a sofa, you'll tell this is a different sofa to last week because of the new regulations is we're all working from home now. Um, so welcome to um, our home, the Madavan household. Uh, I hope you're comfortable, you have a cup of coffee or something like that. And we're going to just spend a bit of time together uh, worshipping God, uh, learning a bit more from God and connecting as a church family together. I, I want to begin with prayer because that's a really great place to begin. So let's pray. Father, I want to thank you that you are still God over all things, that you are a good God, that you're a faithful God. I thank you that we can bring um, all of our fears and concerns and joys and challenges to you. And you're a God who welcomes because you're a God who changes things. Father, I pray that in this next time together that we will hear from you, that we'll connect with you and we'll be changed because we spent time with you. Amen. If you're part of our church family, hopefully you would have received um, an email with some links to some playlists. I want to encourage you to stop and to worship God as well. It's really important that we we lift our praises and our eyes to God. And uh, I mean, if you don't get one of those links and you have a favorite CD of worship, put that on. Spend some time and worship. Right now, though, I'm going to dig into um, some some scripture and uh, just some thoughts that have been pondering around my, my brain for the last week or so. Um, it, it's a reading that that we've read before. If you've been part of our church for uh, over a few years, I, I've looked at this before. It's from Genesis 26. Now, I'm not actually going to do the reading for you um, because of my sight. Reading is very difficult. So I'm going to allow you again to pause me so that you can do the reading. So if you grab a Bible, I want you to read from Genesis 26, verse 12 to verse 25. So Genesis 26, 12 to 25. So please, please press pause. Have a read and press play when you're done. Okay, so in in sort of in short, what this reading was is all about is Isaac is becoming wealthy. In fact, very wealthy. So much so it's intimidating the people around the Philistines. So the Philistines they they fill in the wells of Abraham his his father, and um, basically to stop him from doing well. Isaac realizes that he needs to dig new wells. The first well that they dig, um, there's a dispute over. They dig another well. There's a dispute over that. They dig a third well. This one is fine. He celebrates. He hears from God, builds an altar, and then digs another well. Now, now clearly, this has um, a, a lot of connections with the coronavirus and where we are. Well, maybe you think it has no connections, but I actually think it does. If you if you flip over to John 4, we, you encounter there Jesus meeting a woman at another well. Now, disciples had gone off to, to get some food and they left Jesus alone. This woman comes to draw water and uh, Jesus speaks to her. Now, this woman is quite shocked because Jewish men do not speak to Samaritan women. And uh, Jesus asked her if she could give him some water. Uh, the woman in her state of shockness is going, you shouldn't be speaking to me. And then Jesus says something further. He goes, if you knew who was asking you would ask me and I would give you living water. Now, this totally confuses her because he doesn't have a bucket and he didn't know what he was talking about. What Jesus was talking about, the living water is the living water from God, the water that refreshes our souls and restores us, that living water from God that gives us hope and gives us life. Now, if we approach this living water of encountering that life in God, 
and, and we connect that in with wells, our reading back in Genesis 26 um, can make a little bit of sense because every well is a place where you encounter the living water of, of God. Wells that you may have are wells of, of chatting on the, the video like we're doing now, maybe in your worship, maybe connecting with your small groups or a prayer partner or your own personal devotion. These are all wells, places where you can encounter the, the living life, that refreshment and restoration that Jesus gives. And from this reading, we, we get some interesting lessons about how we are to manage and view these wells, these places where we encounter Jesus. The first lesson we get is from the first few verses. It is that that more wells means more life. Or the flip side of that is less wells means less life. The purpose of a well is that you might get water and the water gives life. It allows you to go and do life in, in general. Same as when you encounter the living water of Jesus. The more places you encounter Jesus, the more life he gives. The thing is, if you have only a few places of, to get this living water, is, is life shrinks down with it. Uh, a number of years ago, my family went on holiday up to Northumbria. and We decided to visit this National Trust property in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we, we set out as a long drive there, a real rugged countryside, and, and it, was, it was a really beautiful place. And as we descended into the valley where this National Trust property is, uh, we noticed that our petrol gauge was just above the red and we thought, oh, we must get more petrol. Kathy drove into the car park and, and we were surprised to find no other cars there. And it turned out the one day that we planned to go to this National Trust property was the one day that it was closed. Uh, and uh, so we thought, great, uh, jump back into the car, planned, well, what shall we do next? Kathy started the car. And the needle didn't actually rise to the just above the red. It went to the middle of the red and the light lit. And we thought, uh oh, we need to get petrol a lot sooner. So instead of finding where we're going to go next um, to spend our day, we thought, where's the next place to get petrol? The truth is there was nothing. This was in the middle of nowhere. The nearest place we could find was about 30 miles away. And we were a bit nervous to thinking, would the car get that far? And because 30 miles is a long way to walk. So, so we set out and that needle just was going down very quickly. So Kathy tried everything to um, preserve fuel. She didn't put the windshield wipers on because it was raining. We didn't put the radio on, didn't put heaters on. Every time we went down a hill, Kathy took it out of gear and we just sort of glided down there. And uh, the conversation in the car got a bit tense, uh, a bit more snappy with the kids and with each other because we knew that we were in trouble. Uh, we ran out of fuel. We were in real difficulties. Around us, it was a barren countryside. I mean, just nothing. There's a bit of shrubs and it was, we're just going, this is not fun. And then just to mock us even more, there were jet fighters flying down the valley next to us, you know, just burning buckets of fuel, mocking us, going, oh, we've got loads, you've got none. And, and, and it, it was not a pleasant experience, that, that whole journey. Then we saw a petrol station and as we rolled into it, something incredible happened. The sun came out, the scenery turned from, from dull to beautiful. And actually, I'm not sure if anything really changed apart from our attitudes, because all of a sudden we went from an attitude of desperate and not a, a options to a place of, oh, we're fine again. The same appears applies when it comes to our relationship with connecting with God. If we only have a few places that we can encounter Jesus, what happens is life narrows down. In our reading, we found that Isaac was a wealthy man and the way that the Philistines trying to, to limit his life was to fill in the wells. 
Now, the Bible says that we have an enemy as well. And the enemy knows that the fewer wells we have, the less life we have. And we will find in life that our wells can easily get filled in as well. Maybe we're so busy that we don't have time to spend time with God. Or, or we put off or say, oh, I'll, I'll listen to the video. I'll read, I'll read my scripture. I'll worship. I'll do that tomorrow. And a well gets fit, uh, filled in. Or maybe we're feeling a little bit um, isolated. <laughs> or maybe we're a lot isolated with the coronavirus. And you're going, but I can't meet as I usually meet. I can't do things I usually do. And it feels like the wells, the places where we encounter the, the refreshment and restoration of God, they get more and more limited. Can I just say, I'm not saying the coronavirus is from the devil. What I'm saying is, well, let me quote Jesus from John 10, 10. He says, the thief comes only to steal, to kill and to destroy where I've come to bring life in all its fullness. So anything that, that restricts life as God created it, is not from God. And we need to be people who, who understand that the more wells we have is the more life we have. So I guess the question that I'm pondering, and I, I encourage you to ponder as well, especially over this, this season that we're more self-isolating, is how many wells do I have? How many places do I have where I can encounter God? Be that uh, reading scripture, be that uh, on video, be that with worship. How many wells do you have? So the first thing we, we learn from Genesis 26 is less wells means less life. More wells means more life. The next thing we learn is this, is that, that digging wells takes effort. A number of years ago, uh, I've shared with the church before, is um, I decided that our garden needed a pond. And we plotted it all out and, and I set some time aside. I got the shovel and I started digging. Within about 15 minutes, I'm thinking, what a stupid idea this was. This is hard work. It's effort. What's wrong with just grass? What, what's wrong with, with a, a pondless garden? Uh, but I, I determined and I carried on and carried on because what I realized is that digging takes effort. The same comes when it, when it comes to wells and places to encounter the, the living water of Jesus is it requires us it requires effort from us and time. It's so easy to find ourselves of going, oh, I, I, I need some living water. So we just sit back and wait. You know, if God wanted to, here, just come. And we expect God to deliver it to our front door or someone else to deliver it. And we take on a posture of, I just sit back and wait. Where I, I think we learn from, from Genesis and we learn from life is that we need to dig wells. What, what is dig well? It means to, to set time aside to listen, to connect um, with teaching, to, to read our Bibles, to set some time, maybe 15 minutes or so every day where you sit down and you say, God, will you speak to me? To take some time and to worship where you're just saying, God, I want to give worship to you. To connect uh, with, with your small group um, electronically or to, to give someone a phone call. It takes some effort to do that. And when we make the effort, what we suddenly find is, is there we encounter God. The Bible says, if two or three gather in my name, I will be there. God says, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. I want to encourage you to, to dig, to, to take that time and effort, to, to work those things through so that you have lots of wells and more life. Connected with that is, is another lesson we, we, we learned from Genesis 26. So besides needing more wells and digging, it is that actually... There can be controversy at the mouths of wells. Remember, he dug a well and there was, there was a dispute and dug another well and a, and a dispute. 
I wonder if this has ever happened to you. You think, I want to connect deeper with God. So, so you pull out your Bible and you set some time aside. And the first godly thing that comes to your mind is, oh, did I leave the oven on? Or, oh, can I nip to the shop? Am I allowed to go to the shops? And your brain just shoots off in other directions. Or, or something that's happened this week to us is we've tried to meet as elders. And, and the first thing that happens is the technology just fails. We get a couple connected or I'm not sure how to work. And, and you're just going, oh, this is ridiculous. And you want to just give in. Is right at the mouth, right at the entry point of where we can connect and go deeper and encounter more of God. It, is there's tension. So what we can find ourselves doing is just going, oh, I, I'll just walk away. That digging deeper is also understanding that, that there may be some, some dispute at those places. There may be some challenge. And, and some of us, we need, to, we need to understand that we need to apply forgiveness. We need to get some help with technology. We need to, to dig and understand that, that it's when we plummet those depths of finding out more of Jesus, when we go, Jesus, what are you saying? Jesus, what are you saying to me? is it requires us to make some effort and to and to push through some of those challenges that come. My, my final thing I want to just pull from this Genesis 26 is right at the end, uh, verse 25, that they, they dug a well and there was no dispute on it and they found water. And what happened is, is Isaac, he, he worshipped God and he heard from God and he built an altar and he dug another well. What he did is when he encountered God, is he, he, he built a place that he could come back to again and again, because he knew this is a place of life, because the more places of life we have, the more life we have. And in this time, especially in these next few weeks, as we we have to rethink of how I might connect with God, is I, I want to encourage you to be on the lookout for where you encounter God. It may be in resources that are around um, through videos like this, through um, the isolation station or, or some of the worship things online. It may be a, a worship a CD or DVD, and maybe other great resources. I know many are connecting with Malcolm Duncans, um, who was at our church just a few uh, months ago. His evening prayer times is connecting with those things. Or maybe when you're painting a picture. Or it, it could be when you're just ringing a prayer buddy. I want you to purposely identify. I need to purposely identify where are the places where I'm counting the living water of Jesus. Where I'm finding refreshment. Where I'm finding hope. And I'm finding life and to keep coming back to those. I think Genesis 26 and Isaac digging and encountering these wells tells us a lot that speaks right into where we are now. I want to encourage you. Do you have enough wells? Make more wells. Dig at them. It's worth it because what you get out of wells is living water that brings life. Let's pray. Father, I want to thank you that you are a, a generous God, that you're not a God who's hidden, but you're a God who's waiting for us to reach out to you. Father, I pray that as, as many of us, hopefully as all of us, we seek new ways to connect with you as we connect in worship or your word, as we, as we look at your creativity, as we watch things on TV of your creation. Father, wherever we might go, I pray that we'll have eyes to say, can I see more of Jesus? Can I encounter more of you? For Jesus, you are our source. You are the place where hope comes from. You are the place where purpose comes from. God, we are joining your kingdom. We're part of your family. 
And I thank you that you want to connect with us. Help us as we dig that we might find new things with you. Amen. I'd encourage you again to spend some time worshipping this morning or this afternoon whenever you're listening to this video. And then connect up with, with your small group or another friend and just share what are some of the wells that you find you encounter the living water of Jesus. Because what you may discover is that somebody else has a great idea that you can borrow, that you can use, that you can share their well to encounter more of Jesus. Let's keep connecting with God, keep connecting with one another, and keep reaching out to those around us with the hope that Jesus brings. Because God still has a plan, and it's a good plan. Thanks for listening.